Good morning. It is Monday, April 6th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Trey Scott. Just going to level up with you guys. It's been a challenging time to host a college football podcast. The news cycle for college football has dried up to summertime-like levels, and we don't even have the assurances of a looming season. Then you combine that with the fact that you can't, I can't, we can't escape the totality of the coronavirus pandemic at all. Anytime you turn on the news, it's there. Anytime you open Twitter or Instagram, it's there. Anytime you talk to anybody, it's there. And it's just, it's kind of a bummer. But the mission here at the College Football Daily and at 24-7 Sports overall is to try to help you get through all of that, try to distract you through all of that because it will get better. And, and how are we doing that? Well, special content, episodes, looking back, diving deep on the present, projecting forward, hopefully toward a 2020 football season. So this week's lineup will include a game rewatch, the 1998 Kansas State versus A&M Big 12 title game that I've been teasing that I had to bump last week. It's going to include a breakdown with Charles Power on the players who will benefit from a scheme change this fall, which is an idea from a listener. And who knows what else we're going to talk about. Uh, and today, I thought it might be nice to start the week, to start our Monday, with with a dose of good news happening across the college football landscape as it relates to the coronavirus. I've sort of gathered some things that stood out to me. There's no way I caught everything, and I think you'll notice that some of the news is geared toward uh, my Twitter followings of, of the Texas area and the Nashville area, but I did lean on some of our 24-7 sports team site experts to see if they've been uh, covering uh, donations and whatnot, and so and so here goes it. So this is some some optimistic stuff, and I felt a little bit better writing all of this. So here we go. Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger's GoFundMe COVID nineteen relief fund is up to seventy seven thousand at the time of my recording, with a stated goal of one million dollars. Ten thousand of this seventy seven thousand total comes from quote unquote, the McConaughey's. You can look at top donors on a GoFundMe page and look, it's not, we don't have proof that this is from Texas super alum Matthew McConaughey and his wife Camila Alves, but given the price tag, I'm going to take some liberties and assume that it is. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. Other notable donors here include former Texas quarterback and former Houston head coach Major Applewhite, Texas offensive coordinator Mike Yurchich, former Texas offensive coordinator Tim Beck, current TCU backup quarterback Matthew Baldwin, who's an Austin native, Texas offensive line coach Herb Hammond and his wife Debbie, and then, of course, Ellinger's coach Tom Herman donated $60,000, him and his wife did, to six different not local nonprofit groups in Austin, including the Central Texas Food Bank. Ellinger took his GoFundMe lead from a guy he shares the preseason Heisman odds favorite list with and that's of course Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence I told you last week how Clemson compliance and the NCAA had to untangle a few webs to green light Lawrence and his girlfriend Marissa Mowry's fundraiser it's back up off the ground the fundraiser is being managed by the Cartersville Bardo Community Foundation in Georgia uh, with the website saying the couple welcomes gifts of all sizes donations are going to Cartersville Georgia area which is where Trevor's from or to efforts in upstate South Carolina, which is Clemson and Anderson, the South Carolina communities. You can choose which area you would like to help. LSU quarterback Miles Brennan and his girlfriend Erin A. Bear 
daughter of the late Bobby Bear Sr., started a GoFundMe for coronavirus relief on Sunday. They launched it on Sunday morning with a goal of 7000 and the reaction was so great that they soared past that and upped the ante to $10,000. Brennan wrote on Twitter late Saturday night, please consider donating to Aaron and I's GoFundMe. We are all struggling from COVID-19 and want to help out. All day donations are appreciated. Go Tigers. Of course, the New Orleans area has been slammed by COVID-19. Aaron's grandfather, Bobby Sr., died March 28th from complications due to COVID-19. The 81-year-old was the father of former Pro Bowl quarterback Bobby Bear Jr. and grandfather to former LSU offensive lineman T-Bob Bear. SMU quarterback Shane Bouchelle started a GoFundMe page with his girlfriend Paige Vasquez to benefit the City of Dallas Emergency Assistance Fund as it assists in its COVID-19 relief efforts. They started that last week and so far have raised over $17,000. SMU head coach Sonny Dykes tweeted to Shane that he and his family had donated to it. I really love this idea from Vanderbilt coach Derek Mason. He launched the Feed Our Heroes Challenge in which he implored coaches across the nation to purchase food from their favorite restaurants to support medical professionals, caregivers, and first responders. So not only are you supporting the local economy, but you're also you're showing a lot of love and a lot of support to the medical heroes on the front lines who are doing so much for our communities and for our country right now. This video is two weeks old, but it didn't really get any coverage here on the daily. And I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Ohio State coach Ryan Day's Twitter video to fans during the coronavirus, which you've seen almost every college football coach do at this point, imploring their fans to stay home. Days was a little bit different in that it addressed mental health. He reminded each of us to reach out to family or friends or people we know who might feel isolated during this pandemic and remind them or help them or help ourselves to utilize mental health professionals when needed. He even gave the disaster hotline phone number and text service for Ohio's Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services. Day's father died by suicide in 1988. And ever since he took the Ohio State job, Ryan Day has been a great advocate for mental health. TCU coach Gary Patterson and his wife Kelsey announced last week they've partnered with Saving Hope Rescue and Fort Worth Spark to provide 250 or more snack and activity bags for school-aged children in Fort Worth. So as you can see, there's a lot of good being done out there. A lot of good being done out there by college football students who are using their popularity and their fame and their social media following to do a lot of good in the community. I think that's an absolute blessing. If I missed anybody, and I'm sure I did, I I apologize. Uh, Maybe we'll do this again soon and try to recognize everybody who's helping. And I'm excited for a good week on the College Football Daily. Uh, If you guys have any ideas for what we should be doing, again, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also drop us a rating, but the reviews are really helpful. Uh, Feedback's really great. What don't you want to hear right now? Do you like when Chris Hummer and I get on the phone and talk about the fate of the college football season, or does it depress you? Is it you know, jumping the gun a little bit? Uh, any games you'd like us to rewatch? Any old players you'd like us to talk about? You might remember Charles Power and I talked about Noel Devine a few weeks ago. I thought that was a, a well-received episode. Drop us a line if you have anything you want us to talk about. We're here for you. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. Again, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, For our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott, and we will see you on Tuesday for the next edition.